Hello, welcome to Tay to Z, where we chat about every Taylor Swift song in alphabetical order. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab, and we will be your hosts on this journey. In our last episode, we talked about High Infidelity from Midnight's 3am edition. And this week, we're discussing the song Peace from Folklore, not a 3am edition and song. And so ends our 3am edition run. So ends... Yes, and when we get back into more Midnight stuff, it's all just from the regular album. Yeah, because the other songs are layered in the alphabet or haven't been released on streaming yet. Sorry, Ugh. Hits Different. We're not Sorry, covering hits different. you just yet. Not yet. Not yet. Peace is the 15th track on Folklore. Ooh, I forgot how long of an album long. Folklore was. Long. Folklore was released on July 24th, 2020, and this song was co-written by our guy, Aaron Dessner. Mm-hmm. Very fun to have back-to-back Aaron Dessner songs. Yeah, yeah, unusual. And I unusual, too, that I am an Aaron Dessner fan. You I are. guess that's not unusual, no. but just remembering that. No. I mean, we haven't had a lot of them recently, and yeah. to get back into this world is, is really fun. Yeah, especially listening to most... Midnight's, even though he's done a couple songs on there. The song was performed during the Long Pond Studio documentary session, of course, uh, one of our faves. However, it has yet to be played live. So, Devin, mm-hmm. what do you think about Peace? I have really grown to like this song. Yeah. Especially because Gab loves it so much. Spoiler. Spoiler. I think we all know that. Anyone who listens to this podcast knows how much Gab loves peace. Have I brought it up that much? I think so. Okay. <laughs> this song really embodies the feeling of folklore as an album. It really has the complete vibe, I think, of what this album is. Mm-hmm. It is incredibly atmospheric and alternative, if you will. And so I think that it's... It, one of the songs on this album that really plays with that. Yeah. The intro is so amazing. It is 42 seconds of intro before we even hear Taylor sing. And it it, it starts with that really high-pitched synth. Just lay like laying down the beat. And then you have the amazing guitar riffing underneath that, which is pretty much like almost the entire song, except so for the B section there in the middle. Mm-hmm. Though you know that I'd shoot for the fences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know if you realize, but that synth stays throughout the entire song. Yeah. I you caught that, right? Yeah, I've started being able to, like, listen for those things more. Yeah. Yeah. And I wasn't fully sure until I listened to it today if it went throughout the entire song, but it is start to finish. Wow. And that is a really, really interesting thing because you have this constant high-pitched synth that remains throughout an entire song, and it really feels like you can't fully listen to this song peacefully mm. because of this constant. Oh, interesting! I find that so kind you can of never... peacefully. Oh, really? Peaceful to me? Yeah. For me, it was like I could never find peace. Oh, that's so fully because like cool. she's you're listening to her, right? And you're yeah. listening to her sing these incredible lyrics, and and the melody is incredible, but then. You keep getting pulled back to that. It's it's kind of like a, for a lack of a better example, mosquito. You know, like when you are kind of just in quiet, and then you hear that, mm-hmm. and you're like, mosquito, peace, my peace is broken. 
it, it, it's there. And so it's really, really interesting. And then also that guitar riff, the bling, ding, 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 bling, ding, 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 <laughs> is, is throughout most of the song too. Yeah. But that high pitch is there the whole time. Yeah. That being said, the production leaves so much space for Taylor. It yeah. is so minimalistic. And there's like this really cool wash that happens further along in the song where you get a little bit more synth action happening, like these big, big, like washed notes. And then at the end, you have this piano that just plays these quarter notes as she's finishing out the song. Mm -hmm. And it, it, but it is so simple and it just lets you listen to her. Mm -hmm. And I think it is really, really, really fantastic because what is this song is the lyric yeah and and the melody like the melodic line of this song is so interesting and unique and it is so the opposite of coney island for me (laughs) where she is using so much of her register here Uh she's starting up you know in her high register and she's going down to her chest voice if i could never give you peace yeah yeah but then she's going up with the give you peace you know and Mm -hmm. So, so good. She sounds absolutely incredible mm-hmm. on this track. The lyrics, these lyrics are just so brilliant. Mm-hmm. It is so cool to delve back into the folklore lyrics that we haven't been, been to in a while. Yeah. I, I think that this song is summed up really well by the lyric, I'd give you my sunshine, give you my best, but the rain is always going to come if you're standing with me. Yeah, yeah, Definitely. I think that's the whole, that's the crux of the argument. Mm -hmm. That is the crux of the song. She wants to be with this person so badly, despite how much baggage she has and her extenuating circumstances. And then that line, would it be enough if I could never give you peace? Mm -hmm. And she repeats it. And you're like, wow. (laughs) (laughs) This has to be personal. Mm -hmm. Like, this is one of the songs on this album that is, I think, incredibly personal to her. And and that's very interesting on an album of mostly fictitious songs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just, like, how could she find anybody, right, mm-hmm. who would deal with everything that she has to deal with? Yeah. Like, what a incredibly difficult feeling to have. I mean, and, and painful and... And that you you could never be enough, mm-hmm. but but could I if if I couldn't give you peace? Like, is that something that you need? Yeah, it could have been for Joe. It could have been something that he needed. Well, then I don't think they'd still be together. I agree. Yeah, yeah. I mean, photographers, you know, all of the news outlets, everything, theorizers, yeah. all of us crazy fans. Yeah. There's no peace no. in Taylor's life. <laughs> fantastic song. Yeah. On a fantastic album. And I have missed listening to Folklore. Me too. I, I listened to a lot of it just now. Yeah, it's so good. So, Gab, what do you think of Peace? I think this song is so beautiful and so quietly and anxiously romantic. Ooh. You know, because what she's saying is, like, she's confessing her love and her feelings, but also sharing... Her insecurities at the same time. Mm-hmm. I immediately connected to the song when I first heard it. I also love that intro. I think it's just beautiful. And like, I feel like that it's like very soothing, mm-hmm. that intro. And I, I feel like you're kind of like, 
Just letting it, like, wash all over you, and you're just like, okay, I'm mellow. Yeah. And I also think that's part all of why the song meant so much to me coming out at such a crazy time in all our lives when we were in lockdown. You know, any song that could provide comfort during that time was a song that I would play again and again. And, like, there was a ton on Folklore and Evermore that did just that. So I think that's also part of why, like, this song immediately just, like, makes me feel, like calm or okay yeah even though it's also there's a lot of complexity and depth to it as well Mm -hmm. i think the lyrics are very poetic they flow so well Mm. like she just keeps going it just works like you know how we're talking about some songs having too many lyrics like this it just totally flows beautifully yeah really really works here it's like stream of consciousness yeah but like completely poetic yeah and like completely works with the production Yeah. yeah I love Taylor's voice in the song. I think it's so soothing and it's like soulful mm, throughout the song mm-hmm. and how like light and breathy mm-hmm. she is at times. Also how you can feel the emotion in the song. Like as she's singing, you feel what she's feeling. Yeah. And I think that's really cool. And that doesn't always come across in songs that maybe aren't as personal. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, so it just, it made me immediately connect to it, relate to it. Peace is absolutely in my top 20 Taylor songs. It just, like, really speaks to me. Mm. And, like, really made me feel seen, even though my life is so different than Taylor's. (laughs) Yeah. So, Dev, Mm -hmm. how do you relate to Peace? Well, I relate by being an actor, and there's nothing peaceful about being an actor. (laughs) (laughs) And I have always worried about my financial stability. And Mm. so if I were ever to say to you, would it be enough if I could never give you peace financially? (laughs) That that would be be the next word. Uh (laughs) Um, and, And so that should have been like, one of my first things said to you in our dating life. Um, <laughs> hey, like, I know that you think I'm really cool and cute and stuff, but <laughs> would it be enough if you knew I never was going to be making a lot of money? <laughs> <laughs> but we have figured it out. Yeah. And, you know, like, shows come and go and are certainly not stable. And when you're auditioning, you have to have a side job. And uncertainty is absolutely the opposite of peace. Yeah. And so when it came to a relationship and a partner, and, you know, you need to be able to talk about and show up in all of the aspects of a partnership. Mm. And that includes financial stuff. So I thought that was... I know it's kind of funny, but it's also true. No, it's also really deep. And yeah, but it's also like... I think something that, like, doesn't really cross my mind anymore. Right. Any- sure. <laughs> anymore. Yeah. Because now we are stable. Yeah. So, yeah, you yeah. know. But when we first started, you know, yeah. I feel like peace would have been sung to an early on Yeah, job. yeah, yeah. But, like, figuring it out. Like, are we going to go in on this? Yeah. That's fair. I mean, and then it, it, it also, those things, like, as anxieties come up, it kind of, you feel that. That feeling and yeah so this song definitely hits me there of like <laughs> i think it's really interesting how for a lot of us the idea of this song it's like what are where are like our our insecurities mm-hmm. in a relationship i think that's really fascinating that like we both latched on to it in that way i think that's exactly what this song is yeah 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 it is it is all of your insecurity mm-hmm. when starting a relationship or when moving to the next step of that relationship yeah like if we're, are we gonna do this is it gonna be serious yeah okay like we now have to have this conversation yeah yeah that's so interesting yeah because i can imagine that a major deal breaker for a lot of people would be 
the amount of attention that you would get from being with Taylor Swift. For sure. Like that had has I'm to sure be it's ended many humongous. of her relationships. Yeah, yeah. 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 So sure. that is obviously for her, you know, if you're if she's dating you being like, hey, just gonna let you know. Like, are you in it for the long run? Because this is what you're gonna have to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. And is it like is that a trade off? Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Gab, how do you relate? Uh, I definitely relate to peace. I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, but for a very long time in my life, I held the belief that I would always be, quote unquote, too much for anyone to love and stay within a relationship. And I didn't even know really what too much meant, but I felt it anyway. And I had convinced myself that because of it, like no one was going to stay. You know, I think part of that obviously had to do with anxiety and like, you know, how it would affect my actions or how I reacted to others. And I I felt the lyric, would it be enough if I could never give you peace so deeply? Because like, as I was struggling to figure out my own anxiety, then if I would hurt people around me, like, I felt like, yeah, like I couldn't give those people peace, you know, or in the long run, something would come up that could set me off or something like that. Yeah, that lyric just like really hit me deeply. And I think like for me, like with a lot of like therapy, like work, medication, like I learned a lot about managing my anxiety, how to not lash out at those who you love, like when you're not in the best place. And I like through that work, I was able to like disprove that long held belief about myself. But like, it's was there for a long time. So, you know, when when I, like, heard this song, I was just like, oh, wow. Yeah. You know, and I think a lot of people, um, I'm going to get to it in the song, but, like, Aaron Dessner uh, related, like, his mental illness to it. And mm-hmm. I think it's, like, an interesting thing about how, like, our personal demons can get in the way of us being able to feel that peace or mm. provide it to others as well and not wanting that, you know? Yeah. But also, like, I think... You know, it's important to say that, like, no one's too much. You just have to find, like, the right person who loves you exactly Mm -hmm. as you are. Yeah. But, yeah, I feel like the feeling that, like, of pushing those you love away by just being you is so wrapped up in this song. Yeah. You know, like, yes, there are some things you can control and then there are some things that, like, you not can't necessarily. And figuring those out and saying, like, will you still love me? You know? I think that's, like... Yeah, extremely, extremely relatable and part of why I love this song so much. Mm. Yeah. You know, I just remember, like, early in our relationship and how, like, when you were, like, ready for us, like, to move in together and how I was like, I'm ready, but, like, am I going to scare you away? Like, I just kept waiting for that to happen. Mm. And then it didn't. And it never did? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Insecurities are crazy. Yeah. Here, Taylor is again writing a song that just like resonates so deeply with everybody, even though it's an incredibly personal song to her. Yeah. And I don't even know fully if she knows that she does that all the time. Like, I know she tries, but I think sometimes when she's just sharing her feelings, I don't think she even knows always how fans are going to relate to it, which I think is really cool. Yeah. Well, now we get to the segment of... Gossip. Peace is about Taylor's love for Joe and that because of who she is and her very public career, their relationship will always be affected and people will always want to know what's going on in their lives. It's all about how her public life affects her private life and how she knows that that can be a lot for people. 
And the lyric that Devin pointed out earlier, I'd give you my sunshine, give you my best, but the rain is always going to come if you're standing with me. I think like really sums up that idea well. So you nailed it. Whoa. Nailed it. And I didn't even look ahead to Gossip Gab. Nailed it. I know. I also think that it's really interesting because that's a similar idea that's explored in Midnight Rain Mm. um, in relation to like her past experiences and maybe past relationships, but this way that she feels about herself. I think it's very, very interesting. In the Long Pond Studio Sessions about Peace, Taylor said, With the song Peace, and this was said to Aaron Dessner, Mm. With the song Peace, when you sent me this instrumental, the first word that I thought of was, This is what peace sounds like. Mm. It's got this amazing bass line that just made me feel this serenity, this peace. And then I was thinking, maybe you just start with the obvious and think how that could be told in an interesting way that kind of goes against the title. Like, Mm. I could never give you peace over the most peaceful sounding instrumental track. Mm. Which is cool, that like her brain. And the music was written first. Okay, so opposite of what I thought. (laughs) Yeah, she had told, (laughs) well, no, not necessarily. Like, because that's the thing. It can be subjective. If that sound isn't peaceful to you, it's not peaceful to you. It's not that that it's peaceful. It's not that it's not peaceful. It's that it, it like, pulls you out sometimes of her song and her singing, which is not peaceful. (laughs) For me, The sound itself is peaceful. Yeah, I get that. For me, it kind of all blends where it does peace. But for me, the real, like, is... That, the guitar is super peaceful. Yeah. So good. so good. And Aaron gave her the music for this song mm-hmm. first. And it was like at the time where she was just like, send me like whatever bits of pieces, things you have, anything, just send it to me. And when she wrote a song to this one, he was like, okay, like we can do this. We're moving. We're It's happening, mm. which is cool. She went on to say... I think this is a song that's extremely personal to me because there are times when I feel like with everything that's in my control, I can make myself seem like someone who doesn't have an abnormal life. And I try that every day. Every day it's like, how do I make myself among my friends and family and my loved ones not see this big elephant that's in the room for our normal life because Mm. I don't want the elephant in the room. If you're going to be in my life, I think there's a certain amount that comes with it that I can't stop from happening. I can't stop you from getting a call in the morning that says the tabloids are writing this story today. I can't help it if there's a guy with a long lens camera two miles away taking pictures of you. I can't stop those things from happening. And so this song was basically like, is it enough? Is the stuff that I can control enough to sort of block out the things that I can't? Yeah. So it makes me really emotional to hear this song and to know that a lot of people related to it who aren't talking about the same things that I was. They're talking about human complexity. God, you know, I love when we have our discussion first and then Gossip Gab comes around and her, you know, dialogue about it is exactly what we were just talking about. And we're like, oh, and... Oh, God, it's, it's, great. it's fun. I well, like that. And that's also some of the beauty of the Long Pond Studio Sessions, which uh, I wish we could have for background. more albums, truly. Like, just getting to hear her Taylor. speak something about each song mm. is so special. So Aaron responded to this by saying... I love that about the record in general and this song specifically because to me it's about I have in my life suffered from depression and I'm a hard person to be in a relationship with and be married to because I go up and down. And somehow the song captures the fragility of what that's like to be in a relationship with someone who may or may not have peace. Mm. And I thought that was like, oh, yeah, like I totally relate to it in that same way. Mm. Some people feel that the lyric, (laughs) but there's robbers to the east, clowns to the west. 
point to two of Taylor's uh, most famous feuds mm. um, with the robbers possibly referencing the loss of her masters and the clowns of the West pointing to Kim Kardashian and Kanye West's last name at the time. I, they're divorced now, so I think Kim Kardashian is again Kim Kardashian, not Kim Kardashian West, but I don't actually know that. Ah, right. But this thought came from the Peace Lyric video because the word West was capitalized in the video, but not the word East. Oh, okay. And then also when Taylor is singing it during the Long Pond Studio sessions, she kind of like rolls her eyes a little during that lyric. Oh, yeah. It's very subtle. But I do think that there's just like a little hint there. A little jab. Yeah. And then also the lyric, give you a child has caused much speculation over the years on if Taylor and Joe are going to have a child. And to which I say, it's really none of our business. And then you say comma, LOL. (laughs) Yeah, like, it's not. (laughs) We can speculate, but it's, it's, you know, it's not. And she kind of, what you said, Lavender Hayes, the 1950s shit people want from me. Yeah. But it's interesting because she did put that there. And that is a different, like, next level of commitment. Yeah. It's none of our business. But I do, I love the idea of Taylor as a mom whenever or if she wants to. For sure. Only if. For sure. Yes. Oh, like, could you imagine Taylor Swift's your mom? No, but it'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Mm. It feels like that's just not a thing. Yeah, but I don't want to, like, I think she, like, obviously I think she could do it. No, of course, of course. But, like, you're a kid and, like, you're going through life and it's like, oh, Taylor Swift's my mom. I think about that, though, it's, like, always about famous people's kids. But I think to them, like, it's, like, kind of, they're 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 just their parents. Yeah. 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 Let us know if you're a famous person in childhood. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my god, I cracked myself up. Oh, psh. if you're, uh, you know, Blake and Ryan's kids listening, let yeah, us know you what know. it's like. Hey, yeah, yeah. So, Devin, what's your favorite line in peace? So, one that we haven't talked about yet. Ooh. Yeah. Give you the silence that only comes when two people understand each other. Oh, it's such a good line. And and it happens like so fast, and the way that she sings it is just like so fast and mm-hmm. so good. That is so real. And everybody who has somebody who they are close enough with understands this line. Yes. It's really cool. And and there isn't really much else to be said about it. Like, yeah. Because there isn't anything to be said. No, it's it, the it, silence. It, yeah, it sums it all up. It, like, you just get it. Yeah. I like and, that. And, I mean, you and I, our brains are basically connected at this point. Exactly <laughs> the same thing. And we finish each other's sentences and... We think the same things and have phantom pains for each other. <laughs> so, yeah, fantastic. Like, there are so many good ones in here. Yeah, really beautiful. I mean, that Robbers to the East and Clowns to the West one is so good. Yeah. Give me my sunshine, give you the best, but the rain's always going to I love that. Come. Like, ugh. And I'll keep your brittle heart warm. Yeah, I love that, too. Oh, Gab, what is your favorite line? So my favorite line is, all these people think love's for show, but I would die for you in secret. I just think that is just such a, like, a, like, absolutely, like, undying love line. Romantic. Like, they think love's for show, you show it off, but it's like, I would die for you in secret. Like, I would do anything for you. And, like, her saying that someone who has this huge public, like, platform who's been in the public eye for so long who has a lot had public relationships like this idea that like what we have is sacred and doesn't matter like anything that's outside like i would die for you in secret no one would need to know that's how much i love you i yeah. think that's like really powerful wow and i love the way she sings it too. yeah it's very um like shakespearean you know yeah 
like the secret love yeah romeo and juliet yeah sort of thing oh i really love this song a lot it's really good yeah and it's really grown on me like i i wasn't terribly into it back in the heyday of folklore when it first came out you know i'm a mirror ball stand yeah you are and an august stand (laughs) but uh peace is right up there yeah i think this song is super underrated speaking of which oh Devin. Uh uh-huh from one to ten fires that keep your brittle heart warm what do you give peace i will give peace nine fires that keep your brittle heart warm that's just for me yeah wow yeah wow nine i think i i mean it is so well crafted Mm -hmm. it is so incredible lyrically it is so pleasing to listen to it is on a very important album to us Mm -hmm. and i i give it nine Gab, from 1 to 10, fires that keep your brittle heart warm. What do you give the song? I am giving peace 10 fires that keep your brittle heart warm, even when your cascade ocean blue waves come. Ah, cool. <laughs> I love this song. I just, so I think it's really beautiful, deep, relatable, but also soothes me, even though it's deep. It's very, I just, it, I just really... Really connect to and feel this song a lot. Cool. So, yeah, 10. Cool. One of my faves. Uh. Listen along with us. You can check us out on Instagram at Z Podcast and give us all your thoughts. And remember, you can find exclusive bonus content on our Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. Soon, <laughs> we will be sharing our dream set lists for the Eras Tour, so stay tuned. Yes, and thank you as always to our patrons. You're the absolute best. Thank you, thank, thank you, you, thank you, thank you. Well, okay. next episode, we're going back to Midnight. Yes. And we are covering Karma. Karma. Come hang with us. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab. This has been Tay to Z. Thanks for listening. See you next time.